Hello, and welcome to another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. We're so happy to be back here with you guys and with each other after our year-end little break we had. I'm Lauren from Falcon Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. Hooray! And we're here to talk with you about some yarny stuff and some witchy stuff. We usually kick it off with news. The only news we've got going on right now is that the Source of Evil Mystery Knit Along will be wrapping up at the end of the month, January 31st. That is your last day to enter your project for prizes. But of course, we'd love to see your projects whenever you finish. But if you want to qualify for a prize... Finish up by January 31st and enter your FO in our public Discord thread for it. We'd love to see it. Yeah. And if you can't find yeah. the link for the Discord thread because it automatically expires, uh, just feel free to send a private message on at uh, Kitty with a cupcake on Instagram and I'll get that to you. Yay. Or you can email awesome. us at fibercoven at gmail.com. Either way. Mm-hmm. We'll get you in there. Sweet. So since we did take some time off, I know I personally have finished a ton of things and you finished something too. You want to go first? Yeah, I finished one thing. It's a hat. It's your Musselberg hat. I finished my Musselberg hat. I finished this when I was in Orlando because it's a nice mm-hmm. vanilla project. And this, I knit it in old rusted chair. I forgot what the colorway name is, but it's gray mm-hmm. with black and neon speckles. And it's a very nice hat. Um, I liked this pattern. It was a perfect vanilla uh, pattern to do aside from socks. I did the adult medium and mm-hmm. it is a little bit small for me. I haven't blocked it yet, um, mm-hmm. but I tried it on and it's a little bit too tight. I, I do like my hats to be a looser fit. Uh, I don't Mm -hmm. like super tight fitting hats. So I'm going to give it a block and see if it will like relax a bit and be a little bit looser. And if not, then it will be a little gifty hat. It's lovely. Yeah. So that's nice. It looks really good pre-blocking. It does look really good. It looks really nice, but yeah, it is a little bit tight. Mm -hmm. I finished so many things, Emily. I made... Two pinafore dresses. I'm wearing this one right now out of some possum prints I got on Spoonflower because I had to have a possum dress. The pattern is from Untitled Thoughts. It's the Fleur pinafore and it's super cute. Um, it's got oh, little pockets. Little, little pockies. Little buttons on the side. Yeah, it's super cute. I love it. I tend to wear just base layers around the house and then I can just throw this on if I need to go outside and it's perfect and it's already becoming part of my wardrobe. I wore it to family functions around the holidays and I did make my nephew at, well, I didn't, I did it with the express purpose of making somebody ask how many possum dresses I had. And my, my nephew was like, how many possum dresses do you have, Aunt Lauren? And I'm like, two. <laughs> um, so I finished that. I knit um, a baby hat for a friend who's expecting, but that has already been sent off. And I finished the shorts that I made for Christian. Those are already on my Instagram. Those were a present for you. And he has already got that. But I also, I used the scraps of the yarn I had left over from the shorts to make a hat. That's very cute. It's just a little, yeah, just a little stripey hat with a pom-pom. And it's in my nose jar and... Polite Menace colorways inspired by Our Flag Means Death. Just a little slouchy hat. And I think I'm going to put this up for sale. Do it up. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Little pirate stripey hat. So um, that's what I made. (laughs) 
Nice. What have you been working on? All sorts of things. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Had I shown you the Clue 2 version of the shawl? You showed me the baby little beginning of it's it. Still, I it's saw... still very baby. It's so mm -hmm. I have started another Musselberg hat. Mm-hmm. I haven't taken a picture of it to put it online yet, but you're going to be annoyed by it because oh. it's in. Oh, no, it's falling off the needles. Let's put it back on. Yeah, that's one, bad. One sec. One sec. There we go. It's in super old Valkyrie fibers yarn. Oh, my gosh. It's so old. It's so self-striping. It looks pretty good. It looks good. Mm -hmm. My night veil color. Yeah, your night veil color that I bought before we were friends. Yay, it's finally a thing. It's finally a thing. And I needed a project to bring with me that I didn't have to wind because my winder is here. Uh, mm -hmm. So I grabbed this and it's making a fine a fine little hat. Um, so I am doing the adult medium again because I hadn't really tried mm -hmm. it, the other one on. So it will possibly be a little bit small unless the walking works. But mm -hmm. my sister-in-law commented that she really likes these colors when I was working on this the other day. And mm -hmm. uh, she really liked Welcome to Night Vale. So this will possibly become a present for her. Hooray! Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. I might do that with some of my self-striping. I know we both acquired some self-striping in the meantime. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it works well. Obviously, it has bigger stripes um, at the top, mm -hmm. but the increases are only from here to here. So it's not for very long that your stripe sequence is disruptive. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think it would work if you had a yarn that had like a really thin stripe, like your um, your one Doctor Who right. colorway has that. Um, mm -hmm. Because it would get broken up because of the wide amount of stitches, right. especially if you were doing like the larger, the extra large. Mm -hmm. But it definitely works for like a standard sock stripe like this. And uh, mm -hmm. it's neat. You have all sorts of progress key or stitch markers on there, but it's just a tube. Mm -hmm. Is that for to know I, where to decrease at the end? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I, you, I just leave them on there the whole time because, okay. yeah, you you have four you decrease points. And you want them to match on the second decrease. That makes sense. Yep. So I just leave them on there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I'm tubing again. Uh-huh. Yeah. I guess I am tubing as well. I can show you my tubing project. I cast on a, uh, it's like a vanilla hat or a sock head hat. I didn't look at the pattern. Or didn't look up a pattern or anything. It looks tiny, but it's going to be an adult size hat. I'm just going to do... Um, a ton of two by two ribbing and then knit, knit the cast on together and make a folded brim. It is out of some yarn that my amazing friend, the one who just did the Imperial uh, Navy cosplay to sing a national anthem at an NBA game. Nice. <laughs> she got it for me in Hawaii and it is from Hanalei hand dyed yarn and it is the um, Kalalua colorway and it's merino superwash so i thought this would be perfect for a hat because it's 100 superwash merino there's no nylon content so i thought hat would be perfect because it doesn't have that nylon for durability that would make it into socks and it's one of those variegated skeins it's so pretty um i thought maybe pool and it, those tend to pool and i thought that might look cooler in a hat than socks yeah anyway so that's mm -hmm. what i got going on 
And this is my little vanilla tube project that I am working on. Nice. What what else are you working on? Well, I still have my sweater. I was wanting to mm-hmm. have my sweater done, but honestly, I'm on the buttonholes section of the button mm-hmm. band and it is driving me slightly nuts. Um I'm I'm just not liking how the buttonholes are turning out. Mm. There's like I feel like there is like extra holes where there shouldn't be. Um and I was kind of like sick while I was working mm-hmm. on it. So I was like, I don't have the brain space to figure this out. Um so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick it up again here soon. But here is uh the very bottom Ooh. of the sweater. That's such a pretty yarn. Lace detail that goes into the ribbing and then here is a sleeve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a little like eyelet detail right at the end of the oh, sleeve. That's nice. Sweet. And then this is where where is it? This I is love the eight. natural colored yarn with the little tweety flex in it. It's very yeah. it's delightful to look at. It's very nice. And then this is my finished button hand button band where the buttons are gonna go. Mm-hmm. Is and, the button band with the buttonholes your last bit? Uh, that and like the collar pickups. So you do mm-hmm. like the two button bands, and then you pick up the collar along the whole top. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm extremely close to being done, and I only have like two more rows of the buttonhole button band once I do the actual holes. So yeah, really, really close on this. Um, this is the one I'm working on currently, and just need to make those holes. Uh. But yeah, I really want this to wear and it will be really nice and cute. Mm-hmm. I do. So the person who designed this, Andy Satterland, recently took down her pattern uh, library. So this isn't like super relevant. But I do have a complaint about this pattern, which is that it does the thing where it just says to pick up X number of stitches evenly, mm-hmm. which is frustrating because I had to do a bunch of math to figure out how to pick them up evenly because oh it is not the number of like the slip stitches or whatever the edge selvage was like it didn't at all Mm -hmm. match so chad like that would be math for me to be able to do it and stuff because i was just like struggling so hard like guessing it myself and and you're a designer (laughs) yeah yeah but it's just like that wouldn't not intuitive math Mm -hmm. like and it and it, they weren't mm-hmm. very nice even numbers and like there is math mm-hmm. that you could do and like she definitely could have taken the time to say for this size you you like pick up every two and blah 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 you know but mm-hmm. not so much so Chad helped me with the math on that um, he did it wrong for and it's and it's in five places so it's the sleeve holes both button bands and that collar pickup so there's five different mm-hmm. numbers that you weren't given that i had to do math to figure out and interesting meh, i say to that so mm-hmm. um but it looks like it's going to be cute and i am almost done with it so that is cool i think when i finish this i really want like a pastel sweater that is fingering mm-hmm. that I can wear to shows. I might have Kemper dye me a sweater quantity of something to wear yeah. to shows. It's Kemper of junk yarns for the uninitiated. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> friend, uh, of, <laughs> friend of the pod. Yeah. Um, so I might do that um, when I finish this. Uh, we'll see. And I have some mm-hmm. like design things I want to work on. But my other really big cast on project 
that I did is I started an epic journey. Oh, yeah. A really big long-term whip. So my uh, advent calendar this year was the mm-hmm. um, Fellowship of the Ring advent by mm-hmm. Lantern Light Hand-Eyed Yarn. And it was it was a good it was a really nice advent. Um it was in order of the movie, um, all of the color names. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of fun to like I had Chad guess what some of the colors were because he like knew where we were in the story and he was pretty good at guessing. <laughs> but uh I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with this, and it's um it's a mix of like tonals and some sorry some like highly variegated stuff and some speckle Mm -hmm. stuff so i don't really like to mix dye styles like that in like a wearable item uh for me Mm -hmm. personally um i I concur yeah unless it's like like my really scrappy um Mm -hmm. triangle like parallelogram stephen west thing i made i did that in Mm -hmm. but the colors all like are really more in my like pocket of what i wear so Mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to make this a homeware thing, and I saw on Instagram that Dyer is planning to do Two Towers for her advent next year and Return of the King for her following 2024 mm-hmm. advent. So I was like, well, the and it's their 30, um, 31 mm-hmm. uh, mini skein set. So it's the whole month of December. Um. So I was like, well, I can't make a blanket from just the 31, but I could do a giant epic blanket of all of them. Of 93. Yes. So that's what I'm doing. That's my plan. I think it's going to be really nice and cozy. And I'm doing them in the order um, of the things. So it's going to be like I'm doing a northeasterly. So I'll show it to you. You have two rows, and that's two. a really nice chevron blanket. Uh, I made one, and I like it a lot. Yeah, so I have two complete rows. Um, there's my little third row mm-hmm. hanging out there. Um, stop being tangled with your tail, friend. It's a really nice, like, uh, potato chippy plus sort yeah. of a pattern. It's mm-hmm. like maybe not a vanilla pattern, but like a vanilla bean. Yeah, yeah, or like a vanilla caramel swirl, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very, I have it memorized. You don't need to look at the pattern anymore, but you do mm-hmm. need to do stuff like every other row because you're doing the attach mm-hmm. like every other row and you need to mm-hmm. keep track of that nice middle line mm-hmm. of your chevron. So it's very good, especially if you're watching like some comfort media um, that mm-hmm. you like kind of want to pay attention to, but like it's not like lace where you would be like totally spacing out and not paying attention to it at all to the media you know i definitely did a comfort viewing of lord of the rings stuff i'm sure i will do multiple comfort viewings <laughs> while i have this project um i must yeah, say so- rings of power was a great rewatch when you know the big spoiler mm-hmm. uh so this is how um long my one mini section is so i'm gonna have three of these for the total um Mm -hmm. with length of the blanket depending on how you look at it and then i will have 31 of these columns and i did the math and have it written down in my notebook and i think that will be a nice size blanket it's like 60 by like 90 some inches Mm -hmm. and 
I mean, I like many things about being your friend, but one of the things I like best about being your friend is when we are creating new projects and bouncing ideas off of each other. And it was particularly fun to like think about this one and text about it with you. And like we just did that with something I'm planning on making that you guys will hear about probably in the next couple of weeks. And it's just delightful. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Um, I think this dyer is excited that I'm doing this too. Um, so that's fun. Mm -hmm. I'll have a whole big thing of her it's, yarn. <laughs> it's a really good way to show off that sort of a conceptual opus. Mm -hmm. Because as a dyer, that is such a opus of work. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's going to, I'm really pleased, like, uh, organization-wise, that it's going to be, like, this whole strip going down that way is going to be fellowship and then the next whole section is going to be two towers so they're going to be like really clearly lined out and when i first drew mm -hmm. i'm a little annoyed because my diagram in my notebook has is numbered incorrectly because i didn't realize that you did the pickup in this direction instead of that direction uh... i don't care that it's going to be from like right to left you know like the order that doesn't bother mm -hmm. me yet, but i am annoyed that i numbered it wrong in my notebook so <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, I'm glad that you're annoyed by your, your drafting sketch and not by your piece. Yes. Uh, so I might just have to re, re number, redo the drafting sketch. We'll see. I was considering like coloring in the little strippies in my diagram as I go. Oh, yeah. that would be so fun. Right. That I would think be you pleasing. Should do that. Yeah. So I, that would I, be pleasing. I might have to redo that. So, so it I can, can be that. like, oh yeah and so it can be like a tracker <laughs> and i'm gonna have this project for i have to have this project for multiple years because i'm not gonna get my second batch of yarn until a mm -hmm. year from now so i yeah i mean it will be interesting to see how how far i get and stuff i'm currently mm -hmm. like ahead of schedule right because okay i mean there's 52 weeks in a year and i have 31 skeins <laughs> so if i'm doing more than one mini skein that's ahead of things i think i'll probably be i'll probably keep up with it or be close mm -hmm. to kept up with it until december because i don't have another like potato trippy scrap project like this so obviously mm -hmm. it will be paused at times like when i'm working on that said like kind of vanilla fingering weight cardigan but i i mm -hmm. often have a desire to work on like a cozy blanket and my crochet blanket lives here now for when i edit the podcast so it's not at home Speaking of cozy blankets, you want to see mine? I do. I have a blanket cast on that I did too. I'm doing the heirloom temperature blanket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Show me. <laughs> Surabaya Hussain. This is out of my my rainbow temperature gradient. I did. I'm loving it. Mosaic crochet. Mosaic crochet is similar to mosaic knitting in that it's simple techniques that create a really intricate pattern. With mosaic knitting, it is just working with one color at a time and slip stitches create the pattern. And with mosaic crochet, you're also working with one color at a time and it's double and single crochets that make the thing. And so if you can grow anywhere, you can do this. It's Whoa. beautiful. So this is my January. January started out cold and then it's been getting kind of, it's been getting a little warmer because it's got to warm up to snow. <laughs> I'm a... Uh, in the Sierra Nevadas and uh, it is January of 2023 and we're dealing with some atmospheric rivers of moisture. I don't know if you've heard about it in the news. <laughs> um, it's in the news here. I see something 
about. So this project yes. looks cool. You have a lot of ends there. What are you going to do with those? Oh, see, I got these cute little knots and then I'm just going to trim them. Okay. That was, I was wondering, that was my question. If you were going to make little tassels. Yep. Yep. I'm tying every three, every, you know, when I get three ends, I tie them in a little thing. And I'm going to, at the end of the month, I'm going to trim them all up. I haven't decided how long, like an inch or two. And they're just, yeah, I definitely don't want this much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but those yeah, are I have a little, little tassels. I was going to ask yeah. if you were going to like braid them or something. I have no. some Stephen West projects that have a butt ton of ends. He uses like a braiding technique. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Mm -hmm. um, the designer, I know she has a little video of a more intricate way to do it. She had one where she's doing the same idea, just tying them off and making cute little tassels. But um, hers is a little more decorative. Um, I also haven't decided I might crochet a border. If you wanted to keep you never know. them long, you could borrow my fringe twister and twist them like I do on my weaving projects. Which oh, would no, no. I don't want I don't want them long. Well, or not like long, long, but like some the twisted fringe um can mm -hmm. keep it can keep the yarn together and more nice, right? Because it's like more protected. So if you like want a visible mm -hmm. fringe, you could do the twisted technique if you wanted to. Mm, I could. Mm -hmm. I have a long time to decide it. You do, <laughs> but um. I'm very happy with how it's turning out. I think it's beautiful. Um, our friend Clara's doing one too, and it's great to see how different climates are because she's on the East Coast. Yeah, hers looks super different oh. than yours. That's so fun. It's so beautiful. And Mr. Valkyrie, my partner, was all like, that doesn't look very long. And then I laid it out, and it's like the entire length of our dinner table. It's going to be a nice long blanket. And I'm having so much fun working on this. I'm not gonna lie, part of me is thinking about a different like rainbow gradient that I might dye at the end of the year. Like I, other people have done it, so I have to look up what they've done and not copy, but like I'm thinking of a grunge rainbow. Grunge bow. Grunge bow. Um yeah, so I have been absolutely loving working on this. I wake up in the morning and I look up yesterday's climate data and I put it in my bullet journal and I pull out my yarn. And I knit or knit, I crochet a row or two while I'm listening to the net news. <laughs> That's nice. I love it. That's um, a good little schedule you got going on. I do. I'm having so much fun. And the only other thing I cast on in the meantime is um, my amazing nephew was visiting and he saw his uncle's shorts and he asked for a pair of shorts. But my uncle, or uncle, my nephew is 15 and he is pushing six foot. He is the size of a grown ass man. So I'm making another pair of like grown adult size shorts. Yeah. Nice. Those are shorts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, my wonderful knitworthy nephew is a little pretty colorblind. And um, so I pulled out my like swatch thing, like the swatch of my colors and asked him if he liked any of them because I, I just showed him mine because I was going to dye, dye up some custom yarn for it. And I noticed what he seems to be drawn to is contrast. And the one he pointed to, well, like the two pieces of yarn he saw in my house when he was over that he really liked. Um, the one he picked out of my swatches was my um, Concerning Hobbits self-striping. And I was just like, oh, I can't. I'm not making shorts out of self-striping. Um, 
but these are two colors from, I pulled out the two colors from my self-driving. This is second breakfast and this is just cream Mm -hmm. that I haven't named. Um, and the only other one that he liked was a self-striping by Haverland that I had in my stash. He, he saw that and was like, oh my gosh, he pointed directly at him. He's like, that's so cool. I was like, okay, you like contrast and self-striping. <laughs> when his feet stop growing, I'll have to knit him some socks. He's such a sweetheart. I, he's a wonderful kid. But yeah, shorts. Nice. Shorts. Mm-hmm. Are you working on anything else? Nope. Sweet. So we can talk about the things we have acquired and since it's been a while and we've gone through gift at year end gift giving holiday season, we probably have a lot of things, um, but we're going to try and be brief and just talk about the most important and relevant ones. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? Um, well, you just mentioned Haverland and I have some Haverland yarn here if you want to have a nice transition. Haverland time. We both got things from Haverland. So they are one of well, just one of my dire friends on the internet. And every year end, she usually does some Star Wars ones. She's working through all the movies and I've gotten them all and liked it. And she did holiday special, which sparked your interest. So let's see it. So I got the It's a Wonderful Life Day holiday special inspired <laughs> yarn uh which is a really funny name and <laughs> here it is it looks very retro it looks so 70s which is like perfect it um, is perfect it's very 70s and it is it totally is like colors from the holiday special um the wookies are all wearing these red robes and they have like mm-hmm. little life day orbs which are this kind of like blue color so yeah, mm-hmm. it's very, very Life Day looking. And I was just in Disney World and they had a bunch of Life Day merchandise. They're like trying to make Life Day a thing. And from what I could tell of the stock of Life Day merchandise, it is not going well for them. <laughs> so here is my Life Day yarn. Uh, it's a very fun self-striping. Uh, I don't know what it will be. I don't know if I'll maybe I'll make uh, a Chad some some Life Day gift miss socks that might be festive. Um, oh yeah <laughs> and then that i also perfect. got the uh what can you get a wookie for christmas when he already owns a comb uh mini skein which is a little like <laughs> evergreen a really nice teal mm. looking mini mm-hmm. yeah it's very like spruce mm-hmm. mini skein that looks nice but contrasts with the uh, really striping nice. and then there were some extra extra goodies uh which is this little mary sithmas pouch which is a stormtrooper with a santa hat on and then inside of that was a uh darth vader with Darth darth rudolph ornament that says i find your lack of holiday spirit disturbing on the back so that is wonderful yes very good i Having gotten previous ones, I have an ornament that says I love you and I know on it, mm-hmm. which is sweet. Um, I got the episode two one because I've been getting all of her ones that are off of specific films. And it was inspired by some really cool concept art that I had to look up. Um, I will obviously tag and show all the stuff when I post about it on Instagram. Um, that was inspired a lot by lightsaber colors. And this is the episode two one. Um, it's really pretty. And she talks about, because she always like talks about her inspiration and in the thing, which I really, really love. And a lot of it was like the epic story of Samuel Jackson's purple lightsaber. Which, which is, is epic. Yeah, very epic. So I love this. And it came with 
little candies and odds and ends. And it came with this hot pink mini and a little hot green, hot green. That's kind of a weird thing to say, but neon green, Mm -hmm. little bobbin of yarn and a little pouch. It says pew pew. Nice. (laughs) I love it so much. Um, Maybe I'll make a Musselberg hat out of it. That would be a good Musselberg hat. Maybe I'll make some more stirrup socks for working out and stretching. So that's what I got. Um, if we're going to stay on the nerdy Star Wars trend, you got you me for that your... or I have yarn. That works too. Yeah. Uh-huh. You mm-hmm. got me this sweet fulcrum necklace that mm-hmm. I like wearing. Yeah. And I got mm-hmm. that. I have one too because I really mm-hmm. liked it. Uh, and it's from Hunter and Convor. And they mm-hmm. do some really epic Star Wars pins that are like, they're like art form pins. Like they're less for wearing and more for like putting on your wall. Uh, but mm-hmm. they are like big and they look like stained glass windows, which is like the style of the necklace too. Um, mm-hmm. And they are all like different characters and they all like fit together really nicely. And they have some like 3D elements to them. So check out their art. They also do some like fan art pins. They're big uh ahsoka and uh mando shippers so they have some ahsoka mm-hmm. mando pins as well like like together yeah yeah mm. that's a whole internet contingency i mean yeah no yeah i don't i don't dig that pairing but do it up make pins yeah. of it sure yeah i hope they <laughs> i hope that corner of the fandom is really thrilled by that mm-hmm <laughs> looks at our own little pet ship like <laughs> <laughs> yep but yeah i like i like their stained glass style art i think that the their mm. core like line of windows are like really creative and how they like incorporate different symbols about each character they have a drop i i haven't been able to get any of their window pins because they sell out like immediately uh but they have a drop mm-hmm. for sabine's uh this weekend so we'll see if i try and get that I really want a clan run helmet mm-hmm. so that I can go and be anonymous if I'm certain I'm going to protest again before I die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about more yarn stuff? I have more nerdy stuff of a different fandom that I acquired. Um, let's do yarn and nerdy stuff, which uh-huh. is this <gasps> yarn that you got me, which I really like. It's called Ponyo, and it's just perfect. It's very... Ponyo, what? Yeah, it's very, like, ocean colors. It's got the yellows and the blues and the little pink from her, like, little little fish color. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's really cute. And this is by Storybook Knits, uh, which Mm -hmm. is dyed by Story of uh, Knits and Knots Tahoe. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. It's really cute. Yeah. So the, so talented. My friend Aubrey owns Knits and Knots Tahoe and she dyes storyteller yarn. And her daughter's story uh has been dying for several years now. She's about 12 now and she's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that this would make a really nice muscleberg hat too. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really like it. Yay. Yay. Yarn nerd. Mm-hmm. I got some stuff mostly for uh, giveaway prizes for the cows that I did last year. Um, but I got some things for, well, I got a, 
I did get some things for myself uh, off of a TikTok guy that you showed me. He does like obscure Lord of the Rings facts and um, he's just, you know, pretty progressive and funny and we like that. And he's the one who um, is marketing the merch that all the cast was wearing when Rings of Power came out and then the quote unquote purist brands got racist and then they made some really inclusive merch that all the original cast was wearing to support the new cast from Rings of Power, who was awesome. Casting and acting was amazing in Rings of Power. Um, so I got for one for myself and for all the giveaways, the you're welcome here with all the different Tolkien, like elf and human ears and various skin tones. Um, and it says you're welcome here in Elvish. Um, and then I got some notebooks with some, you know, Lord of the Rings scenery art for giveaways. And then I also got myself a shirt, um, <laughs> That says, I, for one, will welcome our bird overlords. And it had an eagle claw with the ring, which is such a deep cut that I had to have it because, <laughs> um, you know, the constant joke in the fandom. Why didn't they just take the eagles to Mordor? And it's like, how come we just didn't fly a jet in to kill Hitler? <laughs> like, that's why yeah. um, <laughs> fans will tell you, like, it's, you know. Real fans have have ragers when people are like, why didn't they use the eagles? Why didn't they use the eagles? Because they're not a taxi service. Mm -hmm. And as Christian said, when I when I busted out the shirt and explained it to him, he's like, and this is from his like, you know, dude bro land. He's like, just because you've got a truck doesn't mean I want to help you move. <laughs> and I'm like, there it is. That's mm -hmm. that's the thing. Mm -hmm. That's why they didn't take the eagles. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> He Don Marshall is the creator that uh, created this merch and uh, that we are talking about. And he has a whole podcast about this, I think, about why they didn't mm -hmm. take the Eagles to Mortar. I haven't listened I know to he it yet. A dissertation off that I want to read. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I don't think he's the one who does all the art. He does. No, like, he does. He artists. Like, yeah, he's commissioning the artists yeah. to make it. Mm -hmm. Right. And he's like definitely focused on getting art from nerds from you know marginalized identities, which we love. Yep, yep. He's a good follow. Go Yay. follow him if you like Lord of the Rings stuff. Yeah, yeah. The obscure Lord of the Rings facts are super fun. Mm -hmm. Sweet. What else do you get? Um, that's pretty much what I had on my desk. I like didn't I didn't bring mm -hmm. Disney stuff. I got Disney stuff. I got yeah. Disney merch. I got pins. You mm -hmm. know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. The only other thing I got around the holidays, it's semi-relevant because it's made out of wool. My slippers were, as Christian said, clapped out. So um, he wanted to get me some new slippers. And he actually found this really cool company called Kierkees. And they're a really small company. And they make these little wool, woolly slippers. from. And they're, they're made in Kyrgyzstan by a small company. And then like a couple of Americans import them. And um, it's rad. And they're cozy little woolly slippers. And I love them. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yay. Those are cute. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked on it. I have ordered so much stuff in the past like week. I don't know why, but I'm gonna have so many fun acquisitions. <laughs> I bought an insane tarot deck and I can't wait for it to arrive. Oh, I'm excited about that. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway, I guess speaking of tarot and occult things, we can transition to occult corner. Yeah, and this is our last Zodiac uh, 
occult Hooray. corner because we started with Aquarius, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we're doing Capricorn today. Yeah. Um, you want to kick us off or shall I kick us off? I'll do the basic uh, stuff. The Capricorn's dates are the 22nd of December through the 20th of January. And it is a cardinal earth sign. The tarot card associated with it is the devil. A little harsh, I think. It's a little mean. Um, I think, honestly, I think it's just because of the goat imagery. Mm-hmm. It kind of fits, though, a little bit. It does. Bit. It does a little bit. Because I mean, yeah. We shouldn't, well, I mean, I guess we'll get into it a little more later because, like, on one hand, people shouldn't get too so worked up about the devil card. And on the mm-hmm. other hand, some of the personality traits that are associated with Capricorn kind of fit. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think mm-hmm. it's the one that fits best necessarily mm-hmm. um yeah and yeah i think a lot of it has to do with the goat imagery um which mm-hmm. the sea goat is the symbol for capricorn do you have mythology things to talk about with that oh yeah so <laughs> much well not so much but a fair amount so the sea goat stuff comes from babylonian or mesopotamian mythology um, and that seems to be related to their god Enki, also known as Ea. Um, tons of names because, you know, it's hard to translate things from forever ago. Yeah, it's sea goat, which I think is super cool. So we're talking front half of a goat, bottom half of a sea serpent. It's basically this, a goat mermaid. Yeah, it is a goat mermaid. And this god Enki or Ea is kind of like it seems like the father of the pantheon i could be wrong i don't know a lot but uh he's associated with creation water and fertility and magic and also associated with um well i guess the sign is associated with saturn too Mm -hmm. which is Kronos in greek mythology the titan who is the father of all the gods so it's consistently a pretty paternal mythological figure whether we're talking about the babylonian enki or whether we're talking about the greek adaptation because the greeks were absolutely influenced by the babylonians um their stuff came second and their association of him with other paternal figures such as chronos and zeus there's various myths about the seagoat becoming the constellation. There's one about um, Zeus after being saved from being eaten by his father, Kronos, uh, was was raised by a she-goat named Amalthea. And, you know, Zeus was like, hey, thanks for helping me not die and made the goat a constellation, which became Capricorn. Or the other sort of creation or like the other sort of Capricorn constellation myth um, I've seen it both ways, whether either it's Pan or Zeus, um, but there's somebody who's running around in goat form and running away from a monster and wants to escape into the sea and tries to transform into a sea creature, but only gets it about half right. And, you know, hence the front half goat, back half sea serpent, you know, jumps into the ocean. They're like, hey, this is neat. Um, let's make this a thing. So that becomes the constellation. I also saw... Um, just off of wikipedia that it's part of jewish oral tradition too just there's a tale um in ye oldie days of a sailor who was out there who saw this seagoat and um 
and it was part of like a myth about creatures of the sea offering himself up to the leviathan which i think is neat mm-hmm. all cultures have like well all cultures that um are close to the sea have some or seafaring cultures i should say have some sort of gigantic sea monster myth it's cool but i did see as far as in other cultures the constellation of capricorn is um in Chinese astrology and astronomy, it's part of the black tortoise of the north. And in Indian astrology and astronomy, it's part of a crocodile constellation. Cool. No, that's what I had on mythology. Nice. This is another one where I question the symbol with the elemental uh, yes. assignments because it's an earth sign, but it's a sea goat. Mm-hmm. And we kind of did a similar thing with Aquarius where it's the water bearer, but Mm -hmm. it's an air sign. Yeah, this one is a little less, I mean, because it's the goat. The goat, yeah, the goat. a land creature. Yeah, yeah, but still. The goat makes it less (laughs) weird. The Aquarius was definitely the The really weird one. The one that didn't make sense. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Um, But general characteristics associated with Capricorn um determination uh being very focused um they're very hard workers ambitious uh focused on the long game versus the short game so be very patient in waiting to get what they want um Mm -hmm. they're very honest uh they might be blunt practice a little bit of tough love um and they make really good collaborators because they are so hardworking and they're very practical maybe pessimistic person mm-hmm. and some weaknesses uh they hold everyone to their extremely ambitious standards at times uh, so maybe a little judgy and uh potentially a workaholic or overworking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i was seeing in my little googling of the personality types that the traits seem to fall into that like that sort of um, character archetype that is like the father god of the pantheon, be it uh, Enki or uh, Saturn. Just like there's a focus on time and a like a um, kind of like a paternal nature, like being in charge of something on top of things. Or people lean into the pan thing, just like chaotic and horny. Mm. I did see a little bit, but that's not the predominant. Mm-hmm. thing the predominant thing i saw was that just like in control focused hard working mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. i have a list of famous capricorns oh my gosh so do i so the one i saw that was most interesting so i saw that timothy chalamet is a capricorn <laughs> and so is kirkland brand timothy chalamet finn wolfhard who's the one of the kids from Stranger Things. Oh, nice. I think they look very similar. <laughs> they do look a little similar. <laughs> they have that kind of bird bone structure. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're both like shaggy, dark, shoulder length, dark hair, like distinctive featured, thin, white teenagers. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Um, Dolly Parton. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michelle yes. Obama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Betty White. Yeah, Betty White. Mm-hmm. And this would make sense because we have the holiday around his birthday, but MLK. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
Hayao Miyazaki. Oh, yay! Really fits into those like workaholic, overly ambitious vibes. That man has retired like seven times and come back and made whole ass movies after retiring. <laughs> I mean, fair, but is, is he just Japanese though? Mm-hmm. True. But like, um, yeah, he, he's also known for like just doing a bunch of stuff by himself that he shouldn't be doing by himself because oh. he's like, you're not doing this as good as me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has thrown some shade at his own son for not being able to make as masterful of films as he can. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> seeing some of that. That's great. Speaking of another ultra high achiever, gymnast Gabby, Gabby Douglas. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, Mao mm-hmm. Zedong, which is, you know, that Ooh. fits into the vibes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw Orlando Bloom. Is... Nice. Nice. <laughs> this uh, one as well. David Bowie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. And then my final one, J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, Professor Tolkien. He's definitely also got that Miyazaki vibe of, I will not retire. No one can do this like I can. And I'm just going to create this thing with a level of detail that will astound you. Yes. Also, the like long game versus short game, like patience aspect. Like, no, no, no. I'm going to really flesh this out, even though I don't really need to. I'm still going to do the thing. <laughs> I'm still going to write an entire language or family of languages for my elves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, professor. That's fantastic. Yes. Well, and then I have our final yes. co star careers list uh, for yes. Capricorn. Which starts off very boring and then gets interesting. Uh, we have mm-hmm. accountant. Okay. Okay. Lawyer. Okay. Landlord. Okay. Sure. Sisyphus. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and elementary school hall monitor. Wow. Thanks, co-star. Thanks for providing us with these throughout the past year. They were amusing. <laughs> oh, my goodness, co-star. Thank you for your service. What That's are we going to awesome. do now that we don't have a monthly topic to default pick? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll find other weird things to talk about. Mm-hmm. But we uh, don't have anything to shamelessly show this week. So we're going to close everything on out and bid you all adieu. If you would like to find out anything more about us, including show notes for what you just listened to, a whole nother podcast for our Patreon folks, um, as well as links to my yarn and Emily's Merchant Patterns, you can head on over to FiberCoven.com and that will link you over all of those things and where we can be found around the internet. So until next week, Kevin, keep making yarn magic. Bye.